Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the show where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I am your host, Riley Brooks, here with my co-host, Odin, and co-host, first time returning since the show returned from its death, The probably like the ninth time he's been on the show ever out of the 47 episodes, my other co-host, Brad. I'm, I'm supposed to wait for my turn to talk. It is your turn. I said your name. I, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm like a five year old. I have to like raise my hand and wait. How are we get better headphones, cup. Okay. All right. So, can I borrow good- five bucks? Um, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They're to buy new headphones. Yeah, probably. Probably a good idea. Um, so, how are you today, Odin, first, and then I'll ask Brad? Well, I'm pretty good today, you know? Just, um, I went to go buy a part for my car because my car wasn't starting, and, uh, well, I got home, and before I decided to uh, put the new part in, I just wanted to check and see if my car would start, because it wasn't starting. And uh, it started up. It turns out it was just too cold for my starter. And I bought, the, I bought the ignition switch almost for nothing, even though I did need a new one, because it, my old, the one that's in there currently is starting to go bad. But yeah, I now have a spare ignition switch. My car works now. So, what? Yay! I'm, I'm happy. Good times. Good times. Brad, how are you today? I got hit in the head with a shoe. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, how my day was today is that there were seven fights in my school and somebody might have gotten stabbed and somebody got their nose smashed in. So, I was in a controlled campus. It's not as bad as getting your eye stabbed out with a pen. That would be unfortunate. Um, all right, so time to start the proceedings of the show, with starting with what we've been doing in Pokemon this week. Now, I'm going to let Brad go first, since he hasn't been on the show in a while. Brad, have you done anything Pokemon-related this week that you would like to tell us about? I got hit in the head with a shoe. <laughs> Was it a Pokemon <laughs> shoe? It was my little brother's Pikachu slippers. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but I Do guess you since you haven't been on the show, <laughs> since you haven't been on the show in a long time, why don't you just tell us about um, your general performance in the uh, Blast Room Radio Draft League? Because I know you've been taking part in that. I've done terrible. Oof. <laughs> Sad. I, I, haven't been, I haven't been following it very well. But I noticed that none of the hosts made it to playoffs, and I'm like, wow. Wow. Like, I, I was surprised Jolly didn't make it to playoffs. He won the whole thing last time, and he's not even in playoffs, as far as I've seen. I didn't even participate. Well, I don't think you even know what Blastman Radio is. No! <laughs> sure don't. Well, to be the biggest, like, to me, the biggest reason why none of us made playoffs is probably time restraints. Because we've all got lives and stuff, especially like Jolly and them. And we hadn't had enough time to really put in enough effort to beat the people that we had to beat who do have 
that amount of time, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, but it's just a crazy shift to see it go from Jolly winning the whole thing last time to not even making it to playoffs. I made it to playoffs last time, and then I, I got six swept in the first round. And I didn't participate I mean, this time. I mean, I beat Sparky, like, three to zero, and then turned around and versed him again two or three weeks later with not even half the time of prep that I had the first time. I literally made a team right there on the spot because I had to verse him and then lost six to zero. Mm. Wow. Like Yeah, but last time he turned. Go ahead. I said like within the first eight turns. Ugh, that sucks. Yeah, but last time Odin, this this uh draft league we're talking about, this is season two, but in season one I participated and I made it to the first round of the playoffs, in which I got completely six swept and then I got mad and fucking left the server, and, <laughs> and I was banned from the next season. Oh, God. <laughs> and also, I that was the day that it all came crumbling down, because I left the server, and then I came back. And that was the day that my mod ship in that community died, because they did not restore my mod. And I also was not allowed to participate in Season 2 of the Draft League. Oh, gee. So that was a good day. But, um... Uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, um... Anything else you can think of, Brad, that you'd like to talk about Pokemon-related that you've done recently? I finished Mr. Dungeon Explorers of Time again because it was a fun game. Oh, it's such a good game! Brad, remember when we were playing through the Red Rescue team together? That was fun. I'm sad we never finished that. We need to do that eventually, but I need to get out, like, get through. Do you still have that save file? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, we could redo it, or we could do the Explorers games. Yeah, that was really fun, but, um... Okay, well, if you're done, then I'll move on to Odin. What have you been doing Pokemon-related in the past week? Well, I finally 100% organized my uh, living decks uh, for uh, Pokemon Sword. Um, There are two Pokemon that I just need to have to fill it out. They're just legendary stuff. So, um, for example, I need a Zamazenta, and I need either a Type Null or a Silvali just to complete to actually 100% complete the uh, living decks so far. Um, I did a lot of rearranging in my PC, got rid of a lot of Pokemon that I didn't need, looked for ones that had that were caught in certain Pokeballs and with certain abilities that I wanted to breed for Shinies. Um, and then just kind of kept breeding for Shinies anyways. So, Okay, Brad, go ahead and say what you want to say. I recommend buying a lot of Ultra Balls because legendaries suck. Negative, sir. Um, I, uh, I'm the kind of person who 
like to catch Pokemon in specific balls based on what I think that they would look best in or come out looking best in. Uh, and Ultra Balls just really don't cut it for me. I, I feel like they're way too basic. So you're just mm. going to buy a bunch of heel balls and go that route? Oh, God, no, no. I, I'll, I'll, I use a whole bunch of different stuff. Mostly I use themed style Pokeballs for certain Pokemon. But uh, that's a, one of the beauties about uh, what this generation calls uh, su surprise trading, which was last generation's uh, wonder trading. Uh, you get a lot of cool Pokemon like different Pokeballs. So uh, that kind of makes it nice. That's such like a weird thing to obsess over. Like I'm not like trying to make fun it, of you, but it's it like totally, never. It is weird. It is weird. It is definitely a weird thing to like obsess over. But if you think about it, if you're taking the time and the effort to breed for a shiny, you want every aspect of it to make you happy right true i understand that so, but like it's always yeah. it's always like i'll be like okay so i'm in the middle of the game so i'm using great balls so i'm at the end so i'm yeah. using ultra balls like it's so never like, been like a big thing so like standard playthrough for like pokemon games i don't care what balls they're i really don't but when it comes down to like when i want to start breeding for shinies i do think about what uh kind of pokeballs that they're in because well, if I breed a really cool shiny, I want it to come out. I want when I throw it out, I want it to look like it's coming out of a really cool Pokeball. I you want see, if I followed my aesthetic preferences, my life would be very hard. Because personally, between like the anime and stuff, I've kind of become accustomed to the thought that it's aesthetically best if all Pokemon are just in the normal Pokeball. So it'd be very <laughs> hard for me to like get all the harder Pokemon in normal Pokeballs. <laughs> So basically what you're telling me is that it's really hard for you to move away from the iconic set of then using the original Pokeball, pretty much. It's pretty much um, I'm not going to say that word, but perhaps. Yeah, no, no, I was just saying it because that's, that's pretty much what it is. Because the Pokeball is an iconic item within the franchise, knowing that it's kind of one of those things where you're like, I don't really want to pull away from that and have it lose its importance to you. Yeah, that's why I was really happy when I found out that Eternatus was a guaranteed catch, So, because I'm like, fuck yeah, I can get this awesome legendary in a normal Pokeball. Yeah, but see, at that point in time, most people you uh, catch legendaries and stuff in Pokeball, so they can say, oh yeah, I like a massive flex. Hey, I caught the legendary in a Pokeball. But when you get a 100% catch rate, regardless of uh, what you're using, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I just like the aesthetic, so I'm like, hell yeah, I can... Put in Tyrannus at a Pokemon. Hey. So, Celio would look dope in a Beast Ball, so that doesn't mean that I would just throw Beast Balls at a Celio and hope for the best. Well, there's also, like, things... So, like, Beast Balls have a lower catch rate for... Uh, I, at least they did in... Um, in Gen 7, they had a low catch rate for... Uh, like regular standard Pokemon if they weren't Ultra Beasts. But in uh, Gen 8, I think their catch rate is equivalent to a standard Pokeball. Um, I mean, there are ways that you can help catch Pokemon a lot better. So, for example, having a Pokemon that knows uh, Thunder Wave and False Swipe or Hypnosis and False Swipe or something like that. Uh, anything that you can use to give your, uh, give your opponent some kind of like status condition with the lowest amount of health, it increases your rates for catching the Pokemon. I mean, that's kind of like Pokemon catching 101. Um, you know what would be really cool? What? Pokemon Mythbusters. Hell yeah. So, 
what I've heard is I've heard that because how math works, the best area or like the best HP to have your Pokemon on to catch it is around thirty three percent. Hmm. Interesting. See, I've always just got them down to as close to death as possible. And then status it. And then gave them a status condition. Just throw balls. It's always mm-hmm. worked. It's always worked for me. So, I don't know. I also have some pretty good luck in Pokemon. Throughout my Sword and Shield playthrough, I've just been like, when I decided I wanted to do the decks, it's just a lot of like, I haven't done a lot of weakening because I never really need to. Like, I just put a Pokemon to sleep and throw an Ultra Ball, and there you go. Yeah. You gotta be like With a my real choice. man. You, you have to like you have to be a real man. You have to like run up to the Pokemon and like fight it yourself, like with your bare hands. <laughs> I'd Just fight a bear tick. My, I'd I'd fight a bear tick with my bare hands. Do it, you Norseman. Like, what's that one professor that was a wrestler? That was um Kakui. Yeah, you just gotta be like Kakui. You just gotta get in there and just start wrestling. You're right. What is the professor He's... of Gen 8? Um, it is it was an old lady, then turned to a younger girl. Are they named after What's trees? The name? Um, I don't remember their trees. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna look it up though now. I want a professor named Cherry. The big black horse and the cherry tree. Cherry blossoms are beautiful. So it was Magnolia was the old lady. And then she transferred professorship over to uh... (sighs) I've never heard of that name before. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was Professor Magnolia. And I don't remember. The her other name, the other one's name. Mm hmm. Good. Uh, hold on, let's see here. Uh, Sonya. Which is Those a non which is a non tree. <laughs> we have to shoot her now. That's like the rule. <laughs> it's been broken. <laughs> I haven't even met this person and I already hate them with all of my being. <laughs> all right well you got anything else to say odin before i move on to what i've been doing (sighs) no no all right let's skip peg because he's not important (laughs) Uh, hey first of all my name's not peg anymore second i don't even think odin well i guess he saw pegasus the butt gamer so he knew about that shit you will always be Peg in my heart. 
Just like if I changed my name, you'd still call me Brad. I would attempt to uh, remember the other name and continue to call you by the other name. I hope not. If you changed your name and you wanted to be called by that name, I'd give it. I'd try my best. As a friend, you're supposed to annoy me with every being, every fiber of your being, and if you don't, I would be barely disappointed. You know what? You're right. So, what I've been doing in Pokemon, besides the obvious reporting of my news, go ahead, Brad. I didn't want to say anything. Okay, then why'd you press the button? Okay, but, um, stop it. Okay, so I went and did Pokemon stuff, such as I beat Shield this week. I finished Shield, got all eight badges, beat Leon, beat Leon's stupid face in. The end game was kind of easy for me because the thing was, I was kind of like misinformed in my own brain. So I got to the final city where you do the Pokemon League. And what I thought was the the semifinals of the champion Tup sort of acted as the Elite Four, and then you fought Leon right away, and then the Chairman Rose shit was after that. So I looked up Leon's levels, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to level up my Pokemon a couple levels lower than Leon's. And then I was super overleveled until the very end. Wow. Because I, I didn't know about all the Chairman Rose bullshit and all the stuff between the semifinals, and the fight with Leon. Yeah. I didn't even know about the gym leader tournament. I thought the Elite Four was, like, fighting Hop, Marnie, and Bede in the fucking Champion Cup. Uh-huh. Real but, uh, rest with that Charizard. True. But yeah, I'm now the Galar champion. I have not quite finished the post-game and gotten my shield doggo, because I haven't really had much of a chance. I will probably do that tomorrow. But yeah, Shield was alright, I guess. I think I think for episode 50, which is the episode after next, we're gonna do a like in-depth Sword and Shield review, because we've all finished it now, except for Brad, but I'm sure Brad wouldn't be able to make it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's the plan for episode 50, guys. We're going to do in-depth Sword and Shield review. Good deal. Words. Words. So, yeah, other than that, just today, <laughs> while, I was re- while I was recording the MoCast, I started up a Pokemon Sun Nuzlocke just trying to, like, while I'm doing something else, get through the really shitty and boring beginning <laughs> so I can get to the actual part of the game that I like. Because the reason I put down Moon and Ultra Moon so quickly when I first got them is because the, like, first five hours of the game is, like, boring and slow as fuck, but then it gets good. Huh. Did you have this experience with Sun and Moon? Did you think the beginning was shit? Because I did. It, it was slow in the beginning. So it was kind of frustrating. 
yeah, it was literally enough to make me put the game down. I was like, I can't fucking do this shit. I can't deal with this. Below is badly designed. But I did end up loving the game in the end. It's uh, fourth in my ranking of the generations. Is Gen 7. Number yeah, one yeah. in your ranking is probably Generation 1, because we all know that was the best. Um, definitely not. Generation 1 is second to the bottom. Uh, Generation 6 is at the top, because X and Y are the best Pokemon games and the best video games. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's about, that's about it for me. Um, you can go watch my Leafy Re Nuzlocke on the Pixels Media Bit Shoot. Um, I love that phrase. It's like the catch-all insult for everything. You could say it literally any time, and it offends everyone. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Someone will be yelling at you because they're calling you lazy, and you can just look at them and just be like, okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Okay, so it's time for our topic. And now, today's topic, a classic Riley and Brad sort of topic with Odin tagging along because he happened to be available. Yeah. We're doing Gen 7 competitive meta. Now that Gen 8 is out and the Gen 7 meta is obsolete, we're sort of take a look back because Gen 7 is when I got into competitive. Both me and Brad have extensive uh, experience with the Smogon, OU, and meta of... Sun and Moon. So we're going to talk about that and give our thoughts on it. So, Odin, would you be so kind to maybe pull up a list of the OU Pokemon for Gen 7? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Well, while he's doing that, uh, Brad, do you have any opening thoughts about the Gen 7 meta? Chansey sucks. Yeah, I've I've heard, I've heard, I've, I've experienced too. Lugia sucks. The uh, well, Lugia's Uber, so you don't really have to deal with him unless you're doing Ubers. And even then, is he like a good Uber? Do people use him? Yes, because he sucks. <laughs> okay then. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of experience playing around with Showdown during Gen Seven because it was like right at the start of Gen Seven that. Brad sort of dragged me kicking and screaming into the competitive scene, and I learned my way around. Yeah. Heatran, I think was, Heatran is great. Heatran oh, is great. I think, it, I think it was like a mix. It was a mix between you and Cheese that sort of like dragged me into doing actual competitive. Man, I remember Mr. Mini Cheese, Brad. What a guy. What a man. What a what a real man. It's a real man, Mr. Mini Cheese, who does not want anything to do with either of us anymore, probably. He's the kind of guy who could get into the salty spittoon. Yeah, probably. Oh. Every once in a while I'll see him online and I'll just like pop a like emoji into his DMs to see if he actually fucking acknowledges me and he never does. Yeah, Odin, me and Brad used to have a mutual mutual friend named Mr. Mini Cheese that we used to 
talk to a lot. Brad used to fight him in competitive a lot. I used to do cage locks and shit with him, and he kind of just, like, ghosted us. Huh. He ghosted us because I grew better than him, and he couldn't stand to watch me beat him over and over. <laughs> he, like, quit competitive Pokemon, and I, ha- I have a feeling you beating him had something to do with it. That's how good I am at competitive Pokemon. I literally end people's careers. Didn't I beat him once and he got like super salty and defensive over it? Yeah, man, you got like five crits and a freeze and a para. <laughs> oh, jeez. I still miss him. <laughs> I miss Aww. Mr. Mini Cheese. But, um. Yeah, so, oh, did you pull up that list? Sure did. Since I'm right, so we're gonna let's go through these Pokemon one by one, and our uh, competitive expert Brad can give his uh, opinions on those OU Pokemon and how much they fucking are broken and murderous. Wait, I have a question. What are you doing? Um, we're going through a list of all the OU Pokemon in Gen Seven. I have a I have a better idea. Why don't you get on Smogan and search up Pokemon usage, and we try to guess which Pokemon were the most used in order. Um, that sounds harder. Like, we, like, the number one Pokemon that was most used throughout the entire generation was Landorus. I know for a fact. And then we try to guess number two and number three. Alright, fine. I guess we could do that. I'll I'll do it, because I don't want to inconvenience Odin with all this bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Odin is new, so I I still have to somewhat treat him with respect. See, like, if it was Gen 8, we would say Ditto as number one, because Ditto was literally the Mega Rayquaza of Generation 8. Wasn't Darmanitan the Mega Rayquaza of Gen 8, and then they banned him without even doing a suspect test? No. Uh, Before Dynamax was banned, it was Ditto. The reason why it was Ditto is because no matter what you had, literally, when you Dynamaxed and got all those stat buffs, Ditto would come in, take all your stat buffs, Dynamax himself, get more stat buffs, and then counter sweep. I'm looking up, I'm trying to find smoke on usage stats. So, like, you either had Ditto or you lost. You either had Ditto or you lost. I, I can't find these fucking usage that. stats, Brad. Let me see if I can find them and send you a link. So, um, Odin, do you have any experience in the Jet 7 meta? Um, a little bit, yeah. Uh, you can tell us about it. <laughs> That's why I asked. <clears throat> Alright, um, well, a lot of, as we knew, uh, Gen 7, um, they started allowing to have up to two legendaries, I believe, on each team. Um, and there were so we're in the teams. we're in just to clarify, guys, we're in the VGC territory now because we were talking about Smogon before. Yeah, um, these Pokemon really did range from like a whole bunch of different options. Uh, Mega Evolution was a really huge thing. So uh, what they a lot of people did so they didn't have to take away their mega evolution for uh, 
like their standard Pokemon that weren't legendaries, a lot of them would run uh, Groudon, like Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre, just to uh, make sure that they had the additional buff for their stats and abilities and uh, better, uh, just a better overall chance and opportunity to deal out more, uh, more damage. Um, they would do what? Um, in Gen 7 OU doubles, Trick Room Mega Camera Upt was the best. Ooh. I also found the usage stats. Nice. So, can anyone guess num uh, number two? Because I already said what number one was. Pretty sure that number one was Landorus, right? Number two is Tapu Koko. Okay, final answer? I'm going to say I'm final probably, answer, yes. I'm probably going to say, uh, hold on, it's uh, Tapu Lele. Majorina. Really? Oh, shit. Wait, wait, no, I read that wrong. Majorina's number three. Number two was um, Tornadus. Ah, uh, what the fuck? Tornadus was even... I didn't even know Tornadus was OU in fucking Gen 7. Torn T is like one of the best Pokemon of all time. Man, I really didn't even think about Torn T. I guess he gets just super overshadowed by Land T. Hmm. So yeah, we've already spoiled that number three is Majirna, so number four, I'm gonna once again say Tapu Koko. I think I'm gonna say Tapu Koko until it's the right answer. Odin? What? For what no, is your guess number for number four? Oof. Um... <sighs> it's a Celesteela. It is a steel type, but it's not Celesteela. It's an Ultra Beast. It's our favorite Cartana. Oh, shit, of course. Oh, shit. Yeah, Cartana. He's strong. He good. Okay, so I'll give you guys a hint for this next one. Yeah, give us hints. What? Yeah, give us hints for them so I don't just guess Tapu Koko every time. It's commonly used on stall. Toxapex. Probably. Toxapex was such a huge, uh, was such a huge wall. Well, you gotta pick something else, Odin, because I, 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 I laid claim to Toxapex. <sighs> Ferrothorn. It was Toxapex. Hey! I, I, I knew it was Toxapex. You had me guess a wrong Pokemon. You gotta be faster. It's the same way Penguin's quizzes work. You gotta be fast. Okay, so this one... I don't know a good hint that won't, like, spoil it. Just, it's what a, type is it? That's... Okay, I'll give you one. It has two, it's a dual type, okay? One of its types is flying, and its role is similar to that of Lando's. Skarmory. So it's like, it's like, uh, it's like Lando, but worse. Skarmory. Your turn, Odin. Odin. God, this is how bad I am. Now I'm, I'm starting to blank on everything like Pokemon names. Now I'm bad at this. It's dual type, one of its types is flying, and its role is similar to Lando. 
Like Lando, are you talking about like Landorus? Yeah, like yes. Landorus, Landorus T, yeah. You can yeah, just say pass, about... Odin. <laughs> I really don't... need to. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't really like this format, how we're going about guessing. I don't know. It's not doing it. It's not doing it for me. It's Glysgore. Oh, I, I didn't gonna... get my favorite boy! I was gonna Damn. I am oh, completely God. and utterly shocked that Glysgore is as high as it is. Then you should have, Odin. <laughs> if you were going to guess Glysgore, then you should have. Yeah. <laughs> Next up. Go ahead, Brad. Okay, I'm I'm thinking of a hint. It's a fast wall breaker that hits like a truck. It's a fast coco. It's a fast wall breaker that hits like a truck. Yes. Like wall like it, it blows stuff up with its attacks. A wall breaker means it can defeat a Pokemon that is highly defensive. I, I I understand the context of what he's saying, but I'm just like that's almost any Pokemon have trained right. No, Chansey cannot wall break. I said almost every. I didn't say every. Well, it's, like, blistering fast. It's one of the fastest Pokemon in the meta. You see, the problem with this format, Brad, that I'm seeing is that Odin is not a Smogon player. He I'm doesn't understand. A player. He's I, a VGC I did, guy. I, I, do, I did strictly VGC because Smogon's a joke. Okay, so in VGC, it's a fast wall breaker that hits like a truck but can't take a hit. Hold on. Hold on. So you're Hold talking on. about glass cannon status. So you're probably talking about Greninja, more specifically Protean Greninja. Are you sure you want to go with Protean Greninja? Why would I not want to go with Protean Greninja? Because of the because fact Ash that Greninja exists. Ash, Gre Ash Greninja, yeah, exists too. But Protean Greninja was also a glass cannon that was able to take down walls because of the fact that it could get stab on anything it used. Either way, it's either Greninja, like Ash Greninja, or Protean Greninja. Pick one. <laughs> fine, okay, fine. I'll, I'll tell you this. You're right, it's Greninja, but you gotta tell me which one it is. It's probably Ash Greninja, then. It's, it's Ash Greninja, yeah. Yeah, I heard you say Protean Greninja, and I'm like, I feel like he's right, but he's not entirely right, because I figured Ash Greninja gets used more. So, Odin, I want an explanation from you. Why is Smogon a joke? Because Smogon, Smogon likes to make up its own rules and likes to ban things that the actual Nintendo company aren't banning for VGC. Um, because, because Smogon is creating their own rule set for singles, because VGC is um, a double format. Smogan has created its own rule set based on people who like to complain about everything. True. I definitely do not I, I do not 
I don't know how Brad feels about this because he is a hardcore Smogon player, so maybe he agrees with this decision. But I do not agree with the Dynamax ban. I am not happy about that shit. No. I like banning a function that Nintendo has brought out into a specific generation for any reason is dumb. Because True. if you take away that specific thing that Nintendo has brought into that region to make it differ from the other games, you are now just playing the same game over and over again with no just like if they went in Gen 6 and they're just like, okay, Megas advance. Yeah. Then that's what they did. Smogan banned so many Megas throughout Gen 6. Alright, I'm sure Brad is dying to talk here, so let him let him let him say his piece. Okay, so my opinion on Gen 7 is that some Megas were absolutely and utterly broken, and they did ban them for a good reason. That's my opinion. They yeah, some be. Megas could be banned. That's fine. Pokemon individually get banned because of overpoweredness, but I'm saying if they had banned the Mega mechanic in general, that would have been shit, and it's the same thing with Dynamax. They banned Dynamax in general, and that's shit. Agreed. The reason why I don't agree with Smogan's banning for Megas that they deem too powerful is because all it takes is for you to buckle down and figure out what's a good counter for that mon and having it. Yes, I know that that brings in the problem then that, okay, so you're telling me that I have to use a team that counters everything and not the mons that I want to use. But if you think about it, the entire meta for Pokemon, whether it's Smogon or VGC, is making sure you get to use the Pokemon that you want to use that do what you want them to do while still maintaining counters for your weaknesses. You see, so the thing about Smogon is, like, you're saying a lot of it is, like, because it's not officially Nintendo sanctioned, and it's, like, it's just, like, a fan-created, like, community thing, just like anything. Like, it's in the same vein as Nuzlocke. Like, Nintendo does not intend you to do Nuzlocke. It's just something that the fans created. That's the same thing with the Smogon meta. They wanted a more, like, streamlined, uh, controlled singles meta that they found balance like, so they created a community around like i'm not going to deny there were a lot there's a lot of megas that were op and busted that probably shouldn't exist but at the same time they weren't unbeatable can i say something to be fair though to be fair though odin i'll let you say something in a sec brad to be fair though odin smogon had tears there was only one pokemon that ever got like straight up banned in its entirety completely 100 percent, and that was mega rayquaza Every other Pokemon is organized into tiers. It's just the super powerful stuff gets put in the uber tier, which is where most of, like, legendaries and stuff reside. Yeah, but then if people who want to... I'm sorry, go ahead, Brad. I know you wanted to say something. See, I get what you're saying. Like, you shouldn't ban something because it's super overpowered because it's, there's things to beat it. The whole point yeah. of smoking and the whole point of putting everything is in tiers is so you can use, like, every Pokemon in a certain format that you like. For an example... Uh, one of our friends, Zach, over there in Blastburn Radio, really likes Semi-Seer. There's a tier out there where he can actually use it, and it'd be actually good and not a hindrance to his team. So when we're banning things from OU and putting them into Ubers, it's not because we don't want to deal with them. It's because that it's better in that meta than over here in, like, the standard OU meta. So, like, we're not shutting it and keeping it, like, out of use. There's an area for it to be used in, and it can be well and do good in that area. But if it's in... Like OU, it it's just it breaks the game and it makes makes it so we can't use all the Pokemon that we want to use. Well, I understand that aspect. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying that 
they don't have their reasons, but at the same time, comparing competitive Pokemon when it comes down to VGC and then to Smogan is very difficult because it it's two separate things. You have the official sanctioned VGC rules and set and format, and then you have this unsanctioned format that doesn't actually matter. Yeah, the thing is, like, it matters to the community. And also, the thing is, like, they're obviously not, like, meant to be compared. That's why I said this guessing thing really isn't working out, because you're not familiar with Smogon, and you're only familiar with DGC. Because they're they're very different beasts. Yeah, like, for me, VGC, most used in competitive Pokemon throughout Gen 7 was Mimikyu, Groudon, Kyogre, Celesteela, it was Toxapex, it was Landorus, uh, Therian Form, it was Ash Greninja, Heatran, Tapu Lele, Mega Metagross. I mean, shit, dude. Uh, Cartana. You see, the thing it. is, the thing is, like, all of those things that, all of those things that you're listing off, besides, besides Groudon, Kyogre, and Mega Metagross, because they're in Ubers, all of those things you listed off are also in Smoke on OU. It's like, the they're like that used all the, the time. The point that I'm trying to prove, though, is that Smogan looked at that and they're like, oh, well, we can see that this is a problem for their community. So they're going to ban it and push it to a different tier so that people in other tiers can't deal with it. But that's not the heart and soul of the VGC and Pokemon and what they're trying to do. No, but the thing is, having tiers allows you like to use Pokemon that would like never get used in VGC. Like if you're if you're like I want to build a team around Spinda, there's the lowest tier PU where you can do that. You can build a team around Spinda, and it'll be useful because it's in a tier with Pokemon that are in a similar like power stance. Okay, so here's a question then, because I'm sure the uh, there's lots of Pokemon that are put into different tiers. So there was a team that won a tournament, and it was it it, it was streamed. It was live. It was it had a Pachiritsu in there. Pachiritsu is far from an OU. Pokemon. Well, anomalies do happen. It's a it's a game of chance. Pokemon is a game of chance. Anomalies do happen. You can use like a lower tiered Pokemon and do well. Like people, just because you're playing in OU doesn't mean you have to use only OU Pokemon. People use lower tiered Pokemon in OU and sometimes they do well. But it's just that's not like a place where they're necessarily good. You can make them work, but it's just harder. So basically, what Smoke what you're kind of saying is not entirely true. Basically, what Smogan does is, in the very, very beginning, they put all of the Pokemon in the same tier. They put them all in OU, okay? All of the Pokemon that are basically too good for OU, they bump into Ubers, okay? Then they look at the statistics, okay? All of the most used Pokemon go in OU. Then the second most used Pokemon go into UU, and so on and so forth. So... All of the tiers that are made in OU aren't based off of how good something is. It's how much it is used in the tier that it is in. So basically, yes, what this yeah, means, exactly. so basically what this means is you take VGC, for an example. All of the best Pokemon that are in VGC are in doubles OU, right? All of the Pokemon that are second rate, yes, they're pretty good. They can be used in OU, but they're not necessarily the best. They're in UU, and you can use all of the quote-unquote second-rate Pokemon on your team. 
if that makes sense. It's basically the whole point of Smogun is to make it is to make uh, every Pokemon have a use and to be good consistently on any team you put it on almost, basically. Alright. Um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discredit Smogan because they have their they have their reasons for why they do what they do. And Smogan does have a form of Smogon is a joke. Quote from Odin about ten minutes ago. Smogon to me is a joke. I'm not gonna discredit I'm not gonna discredit the fact that what they do does in even if it's a slightest bit, does help in some form of fashion. Because obviously they set up different tiers. They allow people who participate in VGCs to still see what Pokemon are used a lot, just to have an idea of what they can still go up against. Yeah, the battle simulator that Smogon made, Pokemon Showdown, still has VGC all the way programmed in, so you can test your VGC teams too. But my issue still is that I I just don't like when you start talking about Pokemon competitive. I'm not saying all. But a lot of people instantly jump to Smogan. Why? I think the reason for that is a lot of people gravitate towards single battles, and Smogon is sort of like the hub for that because double battles are like a whole different ball game that a lot of people are like intimidated by. So, like when they think of competitive the way they perceive it, they think of Smogon because they play singles. Wise words from Pegasus. I just look. It's I just have an issue with us with Smogan. That's that's all it is. I, I I hate the fact that anytime you start talking anything Pokemon competitive, people are just immediately like, "Well, Smogan says this." I'm like, "Who gives a fuck what Smogan says?" It doesn't like they help in some aspect, yes, but they don't actually matter. Or when well, Smogon is like a group of Smogon themselves. Like even talking about BDC, Smogon does like competitive analysis like they help well, I, people who they help I people mean, who are not really good at like dealing with that stuff deal with that stuff like they have move sets for everything they have move sets for their own meta and they have move sets for vgc and they help I, people do that maybe i need to narrow down my dis my dislike for smogan i'll narrow it down more i dislike the fact that people that a lot of people revert back to Smogan when it comes down to competitive standpoint and then using it and try to say, let's say, let's say you go to a Pokemon locals. Okay. Let's just say this. All right. And let's say your locals is having a premier store tournament. Okay. Now let's say you also have this group of people who only play Smogan by Smogan rules. All right. And now if you're using a team that is, based on what is just in general widely widely allowed for VGC through Pokemon and not through Smogan. Now that person gets salty and butthurt at the fact that, oh, well, you use this Pokemon and Smogan has it banned, so I don't even count that as a loss. Or I don't even count that for you as a win. It's that. It's that kind of mentality that I don't Yeah, that like. kind of pretentious bullshit is stupid. That's I don't think Smogon I, itself should be faulted it, for that, it, but being pretentious like that about Smogon is it's horrible. not Smogan's direct fault, but because that software and that program exists and people are abiding by those Smogan rules, it hinders the rest of the group of people who play by the actual official VGC rules, and it tears them down as well. 
This has been a really like, interesting discussion. We've, we've, we're doing a good podcast, guys. This might actually interest people. It's the. I'm not. I have I'm a question. Say, okay. Yeah, what's up, Brad? So, what is your stance on Draft League, and have you heard of Draft League? I have heard of Draft League. I haven't touched it, uh, mostly because well, I haven't really touched it. I don't know. It's, it's, and it's mostly it's, based around Smogon, usually. Mostly based around Smogon. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll play on Showdown. Like, I, I do that from time to time. I'll build my VGC teams on, on Showdown. I want to say something. Go ahead, Brad. Go ahead. Okay, so the difference between draft is you say it's based off Smogon. It's really – people use Smogon as kind of like a base to get a feel for it, but it's really its own you see, Brad, thing. Brad. When people do their, like, fan-run draft leagues, that is the case, but – like the big draft leagues, like the big name draft leagues that people like know of and hear of, they like straight up use Smogon. Like a lot of the big ones, just like like the tiers that are like tier one, tier two, tier three. That's like O U U U, like li- literally. Not necessarily. I mean, look at um. I'm trying to think. Look at uh, a draft draft league, for example. Like you have a lot of O U Pokemon that are in tier two. Like it's not. They're not all just crammed into tier one. Look, Smogan has good stuff. They do. But because of how the a lot of the ba- the player base or fan base through Smogan, how their mentality is and how they approach people, when playing against someone who uses official BGC rules for competitive in tournaments, and they have a nasty attitude about it. Oh, yeah, the Smogon community, toxic. usually toxic. Hold on. Hold on. When they become unsportsmanlike, towards someone who is using an official VGC rulebook setting team that is 100% allowed and Pokemon that are allowed in VGC but banned in a certain group to whatever they're playing for their team in the actual VGC tournament. And they're assholes about it. Bring That's a Smogon team to VGC is fucking stupid. Don't, bring, don't do it. Don't bring your Smogon team to VGC while building your team underneath a specific tier. Don't do it. That's just ignorance. If That's not. Gonna, if you're going to play in a VGC or in a tournament-based standpoint that is sanctioned by Nintendo for Pokemon, you need to know the difference for how you're going to build your teams. And then if you lose, you need to understand that you lost maybe because you didn't build the right team or you weren't prepared for what was going to be there. Or you, you got five crits in a row. Yeah, you can't be upset about that because where Pokemon is also a game of luck is also still in a standpoint, there is a lot of skill base to it. Well, you only won because you got five crits in a row. Yeah, you don't be a salty bitch. Just fucking accept it. Just because you like to play mostly by your rules that of a fan base created sanction doesn't mean that it's it doesn't mean that the person who's playing in an official Pokemon sanctioned event means that they're trash. You can't this run is... around and be like, oh, well, if you were playing in my tier on Smogan, I would have beat you. Get the fuck out of here. Who cares? Who cares? The fact that you're playing in this tournament, that's what matters. This is my advice to you. My advice to you is ignore salty bitches and don't let them ruin your fun. And... Oh, no, no. Oh, no. It, doesn't bother, it, it doesn't bother me like that, like that badly. I just don't like it. I don't freak out. I don't go to them like, well, 
I don't I don't throw a fit at them. I'm probably the well, I'm probably actually the that throw that big of a fit. Anyway, so, can I finish? The bad in a second. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. So, my advice to you is I never wanted to do doubles and now I'm actually starting to do doubles. You should probably try to do the same thing and do singles because singles is completely different. It's a completely different mindset and you might oh, actually yeah, like yeah. it. I I have no issues doing singles. I I don't. I I don't mind singles. Uh, Pokemon Pokemon themselves has a singles has a singles league. That's the thing. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's really not. Nothing big anyway. It's nothing big. Their big their big league is doubles, VGC doubles, but they do have they they do have a singles thing that they do. Not until as far as I know, not until Gen 8. The only thing I can think of is fucking Battle Stadium singles. From they have... Okay, so I've been I've been to a few sanctioned Pokemon tournaments for the video game. They Their biggest... Their big event is the doubles. But they have side events for singles and stuff, too. They, they're not, like, wide, like, everyone does it and it's huge and you get lots of prizes and support and stuff from it. And it's not like... It's... it's, it's it's not their flagship. It's not their flagship. But the thing was with the with the battle with like the battle tower or whatever the fuck singles or whatever the battle spot singles, which is probably what the tournaments use. It like it there's not like a lot of thought put into it at some points because it's like it's not the big thing. So like these people in the Pokemon community got together and said, "Hey, singles doesn't get a lot of love." with, like, VGC and stuff, with the, like, big tournament rules. Yeah. So we're gonna make our own, like, big singles meta that will be good and balanced. Yeah. Well, I just... I just don't like the negativity that comes from people who rely on Smogan for everything. Oh, yeah. That's fuck fuck that's, most of the Smogon community. I was about to say... That is my biggest problem. It's not Smogan itself, but because of these people, they make Smogon look like a joke. So I had a fun interaction on Twitter with the uh, general Smogon community that I would like to share real quick. So when Dynamax got banned in December, uh, Mr. Shofu, popular Pokemon creator man, tweeted out, so many people are ignorant about how Pokemon works. Every time Smogon bans something, the opinions are something else, man, LMAO. Please educate yourselves. And me being upset about the Dynamax ban, because it did not need to happen, I respond... Because I, I do have problems with Smogon. Don't get me wrong, because this is about to, like, deconstruct everything I say if I don't say that. I do have problems with Smogon. I just like it as a whole, as, like, a concept. But I said, Smogon is afraid of change. The meta is a whole new ball game with Dynamax. No new ball games allowed. Change is bad. I was a little bit salty when I made this reply but the responses i got were pretty funny um the one that i actually replied to was somebody said stop exposing your own ignorance lmfao not only was dynamax incredibly broken but it also led to extremely toxic situations like going from a complete sweep because broken snowball mechanic to a reverse sweep because choice bandito i respond you mean, in all caps, it can turn the tides of a battle? Ban it immediately. That's horrible. 
See, and the guy responds. Go ahead. My thing about it is they never really gave Dynamax a chance. I really think that if you banned Ditto and to Ubers, which is crazy, right? Who bans Ditto, right? Uh, but I really feel like if you really ban Ditto into Ubers, and maybe even AG, because I really don't think it would have even worked in Ubers, and maybe even ban something like Gyarados and Darmanitan and some of these other things, it would have been balanced. Because, like, I mean, think about what's in Ubers right now, right? There's, like, nothing in Ubers. So, like, why can't we ban some things and put it into Ubers? Like, I mean, it's, I don't know. I feel, yeah, I feel like about the Dynamax is like it's just a new meta with Dynamax. And instead of them just like banning it outright, they should like it's just like a whole new thing. So like you gotta build the meta around it. Like the whole meta shifts to become dealing with the Dynamax mechanic because it's a big mechanic and it can't it shouldn't at least just be straight up banned. I mean, right, yeah. if you literally banned Ditto from uh, what's it called? National, I think it's called National Genate or something like that. I feel like it would be so much better. Like Ditto, see, there are, I'm trying to think of the words. Their justification for banning Dynamax was because Ditto had like a 98% usage or something like absurdly ridiculous. Like it was better. So it had more usage. Ban it had, Ditto. It had, it had more usage than Landorus T. So it's like ban Ditto. Yeah, but even not talking about the Gen 8 National meta, because it's like a whole different thing, the Gen 8 Normal meta, it was still Ditto and Darmanitan running rampant. It's like, as much as I think Darmanitan probably would have ended up being banned, and that's fine, my salt with Darmanitan is they didn't even do a suspect test. There shouldn't have been a suspect test. It was a no-brainer to just ban Ditto. Like, even if you did a suspect test, they would have just voted to ban it anyway. It's just, move your... Yeah, that's fine, but it's just, there should be the courtesy of a suspect test. I feel like each... The Pokemon deserve the courtesy of a suspect test. Like, they didn't ban Ditto, so Ditto's not a thing. Yeah, they didn't ban Ditto, so Ditto's not a factor here, but they did ban Darmanitan without a suspect test. I mean, like, if they kept Dynamax around, I would not have been surprised if Ditto made it all the way to AG. Like, again, I don't understand the idea of we want to keep every Pokemon, but it literally was the Mega Rayquaza of this generation. Like, you had to have it or you lost. I didn't even know that it was that powerful. It's just like, because the thing was, I wasn't running Ditto because he was powerful in Gen 8. I was running Ditto because I was fucking around with Gen 8 and I'd never done it before. And I ran Choice Scarf Imposter Ditto a lot in Gen 7 because it was like a fun gimmick. So I'm like, let's just try this again and see how it goes. Well, think about it, Peg. You literally let someone Dynamax, let them buff up their Pokemon, come in, take their stats, Dynamax, and then turn the tables by upgrading all of your moves too. And plus when you Dynamax, it cancels out the, uh, the Choice Scarf, so you can use literally any move. Okay, so I was going to ask you this, Brad, because you're the expert on the subject. Even though it does cancel out the choice effect, does it cancel out the choice power or no? No. No. So, so when you Dynamax as a, a Ditto with a Scarf, you have the Scarf speed as well. So you can really outspeed them and up your stats all in one turn. Oh, that is kind of ridiculous then. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it literally, like, 
it literally was that the Mega Rayquaza of this generation. So anyway, I think we can dump the guessing thing because the time it didn't work for Odin. So just let's go back to the OU list and kind of just talk about some highlights, Brad, like some Pokemon you've dealt with in the past that are cool in the Gen 7 OU. I can tell you yeah. the ones that I don't like. Go ahead. I already know one of them. Chansey. Uh-huh. Chansey bad. Uh, so, you know what I don't like this generation? Um, I mean, real quick, because our topic is Gen 7, so let's not get off topic, but real quick, what don't you like this generation? Alolan Chansey? I mean, Corsla? <laughs> I hate him! I fucking hate him! I hate Corsola! I hate him! I wish he was dead. He's already dead because he's a ghost. I wish he was double dead. It, it got... An evolution, so it got literally Chansey's Eviolite, and it is an OU now, so it's like literally the Chansey of this generation. Fucking hate him. Do you have any feelings on Galarian Corsola, Odin? Odin just left. Hold on. Uh, sorry, I'm back. What'd you ask? Yeah, do you I asked if you had any feelings on Galarian Corsola. I love Galarian Corsola. Get out. Toss a <laughs> on that thing. Power sap. Get out. Uh, is this a strength sap? Let's, Let's go. Get out. <laughs> Galarian Corsola is a nightmare. I hate him and I want him to die. Get out. <laughs> So anyway, back wow. to Gen 7. Do you have any other Pokemon you don't like in the Gen 7 meta, Brad? Um... <laughs> Brad's getting his anger up. He's ready. He's charging his, uh, his, his chakra. His anger chakra. Celesteela. Oh, God. Celesteela was pretty cool. Celesteela, I never really had that many problems with Celesteela, but like, he is an annoying Pokemon to fight. Doug Trio. Doug Trio was banned to Ubers because of Arena Trap, right? I like I play. You, you got to remember, I played before Arena Trap was banned. Oh yeah, and in Monotype, you literally brought your Electric type Pokemon in, and Ditto or not Ditto, what's his face? Uh, Doug Trio came in. And it literally stopped your chances of winning immediately. Yeah, um, Doug Trio. Arena Trap in general was not a good time. Um, I think Jinji would agree with you on your hatred of uh, Doug Trio. Mm, maybe not for those specific reasons, but he does hate Doug Trio. Now, oh, no. give, you, and, you and Odin talk about another one, because I have to pee really fast. Odin, name a Pokemon that you hated in Generation 8 or 7. In Gen 7? I'll be right back. My mom's calling. Okay.
So anyway, I heard that Brad left, so now Odin's sitting here alone, quietly. Some Pokemon that I didn't like facing in Gen 7, it's a little hypocritical because I obviously used them because fuck everyone else, but I hated dealing with uh, belly drummers, the specific, um, the specific, like, offenders in the Gen 7 meta were largely Slurpuff and Azumarill. Back. <laughs> you agree, Odin? Yeah, I belly drummers were just uh, frustrating. It really, really made you want to use uh, defog, haze, and stuff like that. It, you really needed to run stat, uh, uh, stat neutralizing attacks. Yeah, that's an interesting thing about doubles is that stuff's probably easier to run because you have like another Pokemon in the field to actually do offensive shit while you're trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I try doubles or, like, anything of the sort, I get fucked. Like, if I have to deal with more than one Pokemon in the field, it fucks with my mind. Like, a, a pretty good example, even though it wasn't doubles, but it was multiple Pokemon in the field at the same time, is that time me and Colo did a YouTube video in which we did uh, Gen 6 Battle Spot Triples. Well then. And I got my ass kicked very hard. I have returned to the kingdom. Well, well, welcome I back, love. Brad. We oh, talked right. about belly drummers while you were gone. Snorlax. Yeah. I mean, Snorlax wasn't really common in the meta, was he? He was like, are you? I hated it in draft. Oh yeah, in draft, Snorlax can be uh, annoying. What is I the really best... Really Need what a is good it? draft league that I can commit to. What is the best Gen Seven draft PU Pokemon? Um, Spinda. I don't know. I guess Pikachu. Yes. True, I did use Pikachu in my first ever draft league, and I um, that's like one of my most famous moments. Odin is when um, in my first ever draft league battle of my life, I had a Pikachu because he was. He was my tier five pick, like my lowest tier, one of my lowest tier picks. So, because I picked him just for the fuck of it, because I knew like I could like suicide vault tackle things if I needed to, and he'd be fine. But a Tapu Bulu was out on the field, and I used Iron Tail on it and one shot it, and it was glorious. I one shot a Tapu Bulu with a Pikachu, and it was amazing. Hmm. That's why. That's why I love draft because the the weirdest shit will be great. Yeah, it was a good first impression on like the craziness of the draft meta, where I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just fucked the Tapu Bulu with a goddamn Pikachu. Odin, I have a yeah, question yeah. for you. Name a reason why you would put three moves on a Pokemon, and not four. Only three. Uh, so you have the moves that uh, after you've used all your moves, you can use this one. Okay, name another. I mean, if you're using a memento Pokemon, you really only need one. The Pokemon is just strictly for a memento. 
Okay. Um, in draft, reasons why you wouldn't put more than three moves on a Pokemon is some people like to do Sleep Talk, Psy Shock, Psychic. If they don't have a, a um, Dark type and they have something like a Moongus. So you can come in and attract Spore or something like that and then uh, take advantage of them not having a Dark type. Yeah. Another thing that people like to do is if they have a Ditto on their side of the field, they'll quote-unquote Ditto-proof a Pokemon and will only run three moves because if they run four moves, one, they have more Poke Points that they can use, and two, you may like you may not put Dragon Claw in your Salamence. You might do something like Dragon Dance Earthquake if they don't have any like Flying-type Pokemon. Yeah. That way yeah. Ditto can't come in and fuck your shit. So, Brad, um, I'm just going to say real quick... Uh... You definitely just said Poke Points, and that is definitely not what it is. It is Power Points. I don't care. I don't care. It's PP. It's all the same. PP! Alright, so other Pokemon that we're annoying to deal with in the Gen 7 meta... Mimikyu. True. I'm, I'm just saying that's why I love... Draft league because you had you get to be really creative and you get to use a lot of moves that never get used. Yeah, I ran, I ran, or I almost ran Blastburn Radio, a curse, last resort, Sylveon. Huh. Well then. I ended up just running Curse, Wish, Protect, and Return. Oh yeah, they they took out all the uh, they took out Return, Frustration, and stuff like that out of the game. I liked the move Return. I kind of said it's gone, but I'm really glad about Hidden Powers because in Draft League, when I have a Pokemon with four times weakness, I'm always thinking, oh my god, are they gonna are they gonna put a Hidden Power and like wreck my face? Yeah, Hidden Powers is really good. Or, like, especially when I have, like, Heatran, because it's so easy to just slap on, like, Hidden Power Ground and then just get destroyed. Yep. Or Sizer, Hidden Power Fire. Ugh, the, the horrors. Oof. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, I think uh, what I hated probably the most was going up against Speed Boost Blaziken. Speed Boost Blaziken is stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why he got banned Ubers in Smoke On. Because <laughs> he fucking mm. fucks shit up. I guess I'd say I didn't use a Speed Boost Blaziken. But it was still frustrating. We can all say we're frustrated by Pokemon still use them. Like, I'm sure Brad's used one or two chances. I use Chansey all the time. See, I like I like Magic Guard uh, Clefable. Just toss a uh, toss a Life Orb on that thing. Call it good. It is amazing. It is. Clefable is a good. I like Cosmic Power Clefable. <sighs> That's funny. Cosmic Power Stored Power. I know. I know. In doubles, it's not like. In double, it's not a thing because there's two Pokemon. It's really hard to set up. But like in doubles, setup is a huge thing. Yeah. 
So, another big question that comes with Gen 7, though this pertains to Gen 8, it pertains to Gen 7 because Gen 7 was the last gen before this happened. So, when people talk about Dexit and defend Game Freak against all the people who freak out about it, they bring up that it is a good thing for the competitive meta. Now, with since the one thing Odin said that I agree with in terms of this is that regional decks anyway. So the decks it doesn't really affect like the official meta in an impactful way because it's always been regional decks if I've heard correctly. Well, yeah. So it's going to be like how uh, Sword and Shield is going to be for a while. Uh, it's going to be just Gallard deck official Gallard decks Pokemon uh, for now, like to start with until uh, the second uh, DLC hits Crown Tundra. Yeah, but what I'm saying, Odin, is like even in past gens, for the first VGC year, it was always like, oh, for Gen Six VGC, it's like okay, first year only Kalos decks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, people who say it's for competitive, it doesn't really affect the official competitive meta. But in terms of us Smogon players, Brad, do you think Dexit was a good thing for the competitive meta? As far as the meta goes, I like it in a couple of ways. I just think it's kind of new, if that makes sense. It's not a copy and paste of last generation. It's everything. Like, even Charizard. Like Charizard was, like, in you, and now it's, like, probably owe you now. Like, it's kind of... I think, I think that's kind of cool, how all these old Pokemon are now kind of up there, if that makes sense. Brad, do you have a fan running behind you? Or dishwasher. Oh, okay. I guess you can't really control that, unless you can move. So, I would, I would just like to say this, though. Uh, after this last uh, Dallas Regionals for Pokemon for VGC for the tournaments, uh, GMAX Charizard, with his GMAX Wildfire attack, is busted. It is broken. It is good. My favorite... My favorite Gen 8 tech is something that Wolfie Glick did. Oh? He ran a Trick, Grimmsnarl, and a Quick Attack Sylveon. And basically what you would do is when they Dynamax... When when you Dynamax, Grimmsnarl would Trick and Eject Button onto you. And then Sylveon would Quick Attack you and you would be forcefully switched out. Mm-hmm. I um I do that with uh prankster uh Whimsicott. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I do beat up Whimsicott. I actually beat up, prank- beat up Whimsicott with a uh, Lucario or Galay with Justified. Something that it's doesn't work in VGC because VGC is set to level fifty, but does work in Smogon that I've experimented with before and perhaps had some good results was I was inspired by a run I watched of Pokemon Black. It was a challenge run in which, because you know about the glitch on in early on Pokemon Black and White ROMs where Pokemon wouldn't gain experience? Yeah. The person attempted to beat the game with that in effect. Like, he wanted to beat the entire game without being able to gain experience. And he did do it. And one of his biggest texts was he had, like, a Whimsicott that was like, it was caught in the fucking forest, so it was like level 12 the whole game. But he'd give it Focus Sash, and he'd use Prankster to set up a substitute and Leech Seed. 
And that was, like, his big tactic that he used on, like, a bunch of different shit. And he'd use Prankster to, like, keep setting up substitutes. And because he was such low level fighting such high levels, the leech seed suck in would give him enough health to just keep setting up substitutes. It's so good. So, so I actually have screwed around in the Smogon meta with running a level one Whimsicott with like substitute and leech seed. And in Gen 7 meta, it doesn't work out so well because of Dark's immune immunity to Prankster. But I'm sure if I played mm-hmm. around with it in Gen 6 or Gen 5, it'd be busted as fuck. Yeah. Whimsicott is one of those Pokemon that is really good in OU. Not OU. And doubles and not good in OU. It's... I think he's good in OU if you're in a gen that's before Gen 7 and he's like level 1 because substitute leech seed. I have a word for you. Trash. Pin missile. Pin missile. You right. I mean, everything, everything has a counter at the end of the day, right? Mega Rayquaza. Everything that isn't completely banned has a counter at the end of the day, right? Yeah. I mean, everything has wasn't, a counter. Wasn't Mega Rayquaza allowed in VGC for the last yeah. year at Gen 7? Yep. I imagine his usage stats were uh, pretty high. Yeah. I, I have another word for you, Pegasus. Uh-huh. Ditto. TVH. Well, wait. Pre Dynamax, ditto. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Find your counter that isn't also ditto. So, this episode's been running a pretty good length, so we're gonna go with final thoughts, and then we're gonna go to Pokemon of the episode, and I guess showdown because we don't have Penguin with a quiz. It's fair. Are we doing doubles for Odin? Uh, we could do random doubles, because we ain't building. I want to build? Actually, no. No, no, no. First of all, we have to do random. Second of all, we gotta do singles, because doubles is a fucking nightmare to commentate. Are you telling me that you cannot speak two actions at a single time? Did you listen to Blaster and Radio when they did doubles? It was fucking hectic as hell. Become like an auctioneer. <laughs> do it. We'll do... Fuck it. We can't... I don't have a team, and we don't have time to build. But we will do... Yeah, I know you have teams, Odin, but I don't. We're going to do random doubles, and hopefully we can have our brains work enough to... I just want to say that my record on all of these podcast battles has been like 0-12. You've beat me in these podcast battles. What the fuck are you talking about? Like one time. I've literally lost almost every single podcast battle we've had. We li- we've literally made the joke that you talk so high about my skill in Pokemon, and then I just end up losing at the end of the day on every single podcast battle. 
Alright, well, Odin, final thoughts? I have to mute myself myself. Alright, I will give my final thoughts then. Um, Gen 7 competitive is how I got into competitive, and I really do like the meta and how it shakes out. I think it's interesting. I think even Pokemon that are lower in usage do have their uses, and it's a really good time, and I really enjoy the Gen 7 meta, and it's good. It's a good meta. I like it. I like Ooxie. Ooxie's good. I'm sorry, hold on. You just fucked my brain. It is definitely Uxie. Um, sir, I believe that you are wrong. I believe that you should shut the fuck up. I believe. I believe in Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve. I believe. Believe in the Steve. D- do you know that where that's from? Um, not quite. Jack Sabbath kind of made a song called, um, it's like something glory. And that's one of the chorus lines. All the way to fucking victory town. All the way. We gotta talk about something somewhat Pokemon related until Odin comes back so we can do Pokemon the episode. I'm eating pasta right now, and it's pretty good. Um, uh, is it perhaps similar to the uh, curries from Pokemon Sword and Shield? Tying it back in, baby. Not even <laughs> remotely related. No, but you see the curry in Pokemon Sword and Shield, right. some of it isn't I'm, actually curry. I'm back. It's I'm just back. like food. You know what my favorite food is? Um, sure, real quick. Go ahead, Toss. Slow poke tails. Okay, just gonna move right on from that. I mean, you probably take a slowpoke, t- a Galarian slowpoke tail, and fucking rub it on his head because his head's covered in mustard. It'd probably be pretty good. Um, so anyway, time for Pokemon of the episode. So I think Jinji's gonna take it away. He's muted in here. Not yet. Get get bullshit for another couple minutes. I'm on my way home right now. Hey, Colo, you want to unmute and give us your, like, brief thoughts on Gen 7 to stall time? Gracium Z Heatran. Gracium Z? Yes, you've never ran Gracium Z Heatran? I cannot say that I have. You you give it Solar Beam with Gracium Z? Interesting, interesting. And then when something like... A water type Pokemon comes in and is like, hey, I'm gonna wall you. You're like, yeet! And you use your Gracium Z. Makes sense. Makes sense. And it's pretty it's pretty bulky too, so sometimes you can like live a hit. Like you can beat things like Vaporeon, and you can beat things like Jellicent, and you can beat things like What's an OU water type? Swampert. You can beat Swampert with it. You can beat Pelipper. A lot of good things with it. So, real quick, just around Robin real quick. What was everybody's favorite Pokemon, like, in general, to use in Gen 7? Competitive. Glyce. 
Interesting choice. Mega Lopunny. Wasn't that great. Mega Lopunny. Also good. Um, I'd say my choice is probably this is a weird one because he's he's in the li- he's in UUBL, which is the limbo between OU and UU, where like his usage stats aren't high enough to for him to be OU, but he's too good for UU. Uh, the Pokemon I used a lot in my competitive run, my my Smogon competitive run, I will make that specific so that I'm not generalizing like Odin doesn't like. Um, I really liked to use Mega Gallade. He was. I like to use. I like to use Luxray before Zeraora came around. Yeah, Zeraora really is just like Luxray, but actually good, isn't he? Luxray was great in Monotype, despite what everybody tells me. Everybody tells me, oh, Luxray does that great. But I'll tell you what, I got some top 500 on the list. So he's got to be doing something right. True. Yeah, Have I really like Mega Gallade because I would run, like, Sword Dance, Drain Punch, Psycho Cut, and, like, a coverage move. And it'd just be, like, a really good and tough boy. He'd be good. I could set him up at the beginning of the game and sweep if I was lucky enough. And if not, he was really good, like, mid-late game cleanup when they didn't really have anything to, like, straight up deal with him anymore. Hey, um, you were talking about the Gen, like, 8 meta and how a lot of these Pokemon being gone, how it affected me. As far as monotype goes, I hate it. What do you hate in monotype? Gen 8 monotype. Oh. I can't stand it. With Dexit? Oh, I see. All my boys are gone. I have to use more Pico. More Pico! That's my boy! <laughs> this He's is so terrible. Cute. I love him. He's my favorite. I wanted an electric dark type, but I wanted one that was actually like cool. More Pico and Flapple are probably like my two favorite new Pokemon, just like design and wise and like Pokemon wise. I do like Draco Zolt because I really like that like small electric dragon body. I really hate uh, Arc Zolt though because he's a creature in constant suffering. He's constantly way too cold. His the top part is not meant to be in that ice because he's shivering. There's snot coming out of his nose. He's a creature in constant pain and suffering. It's like if there was a human who just had an ice bath attached to them. And they had to walk around with that forever. Just constant pain and suffering. Do you realize that Mega Evolution hurts the Pokemon that use it? That's false. That is not false. The only... I can only think of, like, a couple specific examples of that, but I don't think in general. I mean, think about Mega Scizor. It literally... It's literally him being so strong that his body is melting. Is it? Something like that. It's something, like, ridiculous. Oh my god. 
That's why. Then, then again, I mean, Pokedex entries are ridiculous. Pokedex are... Pokedex entries are ridiculous. Have you... Or did you know that Whale Lord is less dense than air? Therefore, how science works, Whale Lord should be in our stratosphere. Did you hear me? Yeah. What'd you say? He can float, right? Yeah. Yeah, he should be. He should be in our stratosphere. Oof. Colo has informed me that Mega Titar breaks open his back when he megas. Yes. Um, dinner maybe. Mega my natural hot dogs. I ate those yesterday. Not really. Tell her you want foie gras and a creme brulee. Okay. Inform her that you want foie gras and creme brulee. So you see, I'm trying to mute myself, but it's somehow like not working. Like it's telling me I'm muted, but you can still hear me. And I can Pegasus. still see the green circle. Pegasus. I was about to do that. Tell her. <laughs> Gigi, are you ready? Yeah, hey, yeah. tell tell her that you want Fogwaz and creme brulee. Okay, Go. shut up, Brad. Shut up, Brad. Gigi's ready. Gigi, take it away. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. All right, as we have been doing for Pokemon of the episode, I will now be reading a Dex entry for you guys, and you have a couple of guesses to find out who it oh is. Oh God! Now that he's changed it, we get as we have been doing again for the next twenty episodes. Yep. I'm gonna read one Dex entry. You guys have a couple of guesses. Are you ready? Pikachu. <laughs> nice try, though. That was our episode zero Pokemon of the episode. We used him as like an example. Are you guys ready? Pichu. Shut the fuck up, Brad. It's Ultra Sun. Pokedex entry states it is highly friendly and easily tamed. Cures that take these people with the Pokemon are a super popular activity to do. Delibird. This Pokemon. It is not Delibird. Repeat the Dex entry, Gingy. I'm sorry, I got distracted. It's Ultra Sun. Pokedex entry states, it is highly friendly and easily tamed. Cures that people take partaking this Pokemon just happen to be a super popular activity. Tours that partake with this Pokemon. Furfrow. It's nope. not Furfrow. Drompa. It has to be it is the, is it the Skidoo line. It is not. What? Um, Tauros? Give us a different Pokedex entry. No, you get one. You get one. <laughs> That's the rule. Oh, I want It's not Mudsdale, Colo. Um, Sharpedo. It is, is not it. Because he's not easily tamed. Okay, easily tamed, taking tours. Lapras, it's Lapras. I figured it out. Very close. 
But not really, no, it isn't. Oh, Stoutland? No. Last um, guess, people. Mantine. It's not. It has to be a water type. Um. You got the last guess, Riley. Easily tamed. What is a water type that is easily tamed and people would, like, go on tours with? I don't fucking know, man. Um, what are some Gen no. 7 water types? So Somebody just rattle off Gen 7 water types, and I'll no, say I'll one say that one I think that sounds, that like sounds like it. Toxapex. Definitely not. Uh, that, <laughs> that one dude who is super annoying to fight, and it's got that hand thing that sticks out of it. Um, Clawitzer? No, it is it's not. No, I'm not guessing no, that. I'm asking Brad. Oh, God damn it. Just say what it is, Jinji. No, don't. Don't do it. Peg's got this. Just again. But you know what? Brad, you were so close. So very close. Thank How you, could you be close to correspondent. The Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 458, Mantike, the kite Pokemon. I had it, I had it, I had it, so I had close. it. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> it is currently in the little cup tier. Base HP is 45, base attack is 20, defense is 50, special attack 60, special defense 120, and speed is 50. It I is said man time, so I, I'm like 50% right. You were, you were close, man. I was actually half hope or half expecting one of you guys to actually spout it out, but um, the smogin recommended set for him is uh, Rain Dance, Hydro Pump, Air Slash, and Hidden Power Ground or Grass, holding the Life Orb or Eevee Light with the ability Swift Swim, Modest Nature. And EVs work a little differently in little cups, so 36 in defense, 200 special attack, 36 special defense, and 196 in speed. And that is Pokemon of the episode. So, Penguin. So I was about to end the show with no other segments. I just thought of a funny joke. Penguin, if you're able to unmute right now, just ask us one random question, any question at all, and I'll count that as the quiz segment, and that'll end the show. What's the best starter? <laughs> that's a that's subjective. You can't do that. No, there's that is answer. fucking Oshawott. Piplup, Piplup. I got it right. I got it right. It's Gurky. Fuck all you. It's Oshawott. Shut the fuck up. I am the editor. Supreme power. It is Oshawott. Thank you. Thank you. Is Piplup was looking for Piplup. That's the answer. Uh, the answer we were looking for was Rowlet. So you're all wrong. God damn it! I knew it was either Rowlet. I knew it was either Rowlet or Grookey, and I went all in on Grookey. I should have went for Rowlet. Yeah, I did. But yeah, there's our I quiz segment. Thank you to our quiz girl, Jinji. Make special sure you put in the quiz girl theme this time because she worked really hard on that quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I could just search up a quiz bowl question and give that as a quiz. 
Because there are Pokemon Quizbo questions. It's okay, we already had our quiz. Our quiz girl came and she gave us a real good quiz. It's good. I won. I'm just saying. You did not win. The answer was Sprout. I think you mispronounced Piplup a little bit there. Just because her profile picture is Piplup doesn't mean Piplup's her favorite one. Favorite one. You mispronounced Piplup as Rowlet. It's actually pronounced Piplup. Well, and Penguin, real quick, real quick, Penguin. You can type it if you want, but I'd prefer you unmute. Do you? What do you like more, Rowlet or uh, not Rowlet? Fucking uh, Grugi or Piplup? Because I'm, I don't know. I legitimately don't know. Uh, right now my tier is Rowlet at the top, and then Piplup, and then Grookey, and then Squirtle. The rest don't matter. The rest don't matter. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) Alright, well, that's about it to end off the episode. Um, I'm just gonna, I can't even wrap my brain around people coming in on this episode, so. I'm just going to put Brad Node in the description. Gingy and Penguin are special cameos. Hello, my name is Brad, and I am now the owner of this show. Thank you for your time. God damn it. Don't do special that. Special cameo by Colo Chu. Hey, special cameo by Colo Chu. We did it. Quick, Colo Chu, name your favorite electric type Pokemon. Wow, I wonder. What could it be? <laughs> I guess that it is a Lolan Raichu, therefore I'm the first one to say it, therefore I win. Definitely not a Lolan Raichu. <laughs> oh shit, what is it? Regular Raichu. I, I just can't <laughs> win for losing. <laughs> hey, um, a Lolan you know, Raichu may be my mascot for my YouTube channel, but regular Raichu is my favorite. Solely because Good. Pikachu and Alolan Raichu get so much more love than regular Raichu. That is all. So, Odin, where can our listeners find you on the internet? Uh, at by Odin's beard on Twitter. That is uh, two ends, by the way. Just uh, gonna make two sure ends. because I was not getting that right until the previous episode. Um, Brad, you got any social media places, stuff you do? I don't think you do, but you might. There's stuff I do. I do things like Quizbowl. And this no, podcast. I mean, like, like, things on the internet besides this podcast. I play Pokemon. Brad has a Twitter, but he never uses it. If you're really that concerned about Brad's Twitter, just check the bio of the Brady Hour Twitter, because it's in there. <laughs> I will never answer anything on that Twitter because I never log on to it. <laughs> Everybody go tweet it, Brad. Because <laughs> he'll definitely answer. I'm just ready for my Twitter page to be the most like viewed and tweeted at Twitter page without me doing anything. Yes, the yes, three the people three that listen to this show are going to make it the most viewed Twitter page. We average, like, five listens per episode on this show. Color 2 YouTube channel. Yes, Color 2 YouTube channel. Subscribe to Color 2. Subscribe to Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, wherever podcasts are found. Subscribe okay, to Pixels, Polygons, and Fun.
Okay, dog, speak. Are you talking to your dog? Yes, and they need to speak. Okay, they refused. So, so. They just kind of gave me a weird look. You can follow me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. You can catch me live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Riley Streams. Jinji's doing that weird thing again, or no, not Jinji, Odin's doing that weird thing again where there's beeps. Um, what about at Pegasus the Gamer on Twitter? Um, I, I changed that. It's at Riley Tweets now. Well, I... No, I at Pegasus always... the Gamer on Twitter is another guy. Like, well, this came up during Peg and Color Board when I found Pegasus the Gamer on Twitter, because I my Twitter was Pegasus the Game 1, because there was somebody who took Pegasus the Gamer, and I finally went and looked at who he was, and it was some, like, brony gamer YouTuber, so I tweeted at him, and I was like, yes, you are my equal. We must now duel for supremacy. And then I tried to get him to come on Peg and Color Board, but they wouldn't respond to me. <laughs> he responded to that tweet with lol, but then I tried to, like, get him to come on the show, and he wouldn't. He didn't even okay. acknowledge me. Okay, Peg. I found a place that people can contact me at. They can contact me at bradthegame.com. That's not your game. You did not make that. Me and Jinji, I, I think Jinji, Jinji, did you watch my Brad the Game video? Like way back when? In the before times? The last thing that I remember, like, memory of playing that game was me and Gandhi went on a peace strike against a tank that blew us up. Yeah, me and Jinji, I think you're going to do... Uh, I'm going to force Jinji into doing, like, a one, one or two episode Brad the Game thing for our bitch shoot, because that'd be pretty funny. Um, it is It is the dumbest game ever. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, well, yeah, Twitter, Riley Tweets, Twitch, Riley Streams, the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, the place you could find all independently produced Riley podcasts, such as Largest Issue in the Galaxy and the Riley and Ian Movie Review Podcast, can be found on Stitcher or Spotify as the Riley Podcast Mega Feed or at anchor.fm slash Riley Mega Feed. We've got the, the Riley Twitter, the Riley uh, Twitch, the Riley Podcast, the Riley TikTok, the Riley Facebook, the Riley Discord, the Riley other podcasts. Okay, I mean, we've got all fair, of these Riley platforms where we can find I'm not Riley. On I'm not Riley, on <laughs> Riley is on YouTube. <laughs> Riley is on not anymore. Tumblr. Riley no. is on <laughs> on any social media platform you can think of. Yeah. So anyway. That's it for Pokemon Variety. Uh, thank you all for Riley listening. even has a MySpace account. We made a Pixels MySpace way back when. We never actually used it. We made it <laughs> as a meme and we never actually used it. I'm really... I really want to, like, for shits and giggles someday, like, make the Pixels MySpace super important for a while. Like, maybe, like, post... I don't think Jinji would... Let, let this happen at all, but, like, maybe post on the MySpace, like, MP3s for, like, episodes, like, l like, an hour earlier than, like, on Patreon, even. Just make the MySpace, like, the most important place ever for, like, a five-episode stretch. 
pretty good. No. Shut the fuck up, Jinji. Um. But thank you all for listening to Pokemon Variety Hour. I've been Riley. I've been Odin. I've been hit by a shoe. And also, Jinji and Penguin and Kolo were here at some point. Wait. And I've been hit by a shoe. Bye-bye! You could say... You could say that technically this episode is the second ever assembly of every Variety Hour co-host. All, all six of us were here at some point. Unless I'm, like, missing somebody in my brain holes. But anyway. And now we have karaoke with Brad. Nope, nope. Bye, everybody. We're ending the show right now. Bye.